Hello and welcome to the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I'm here with Will Elmer. Welcome, Will. Hey, Paul. Thanks for having me. Do you like to go by Will or William? You know, it's funny public? enough, I, I go by both. All right. I think um, like in writing, I go by William more often than not, but casually I go by Will most of the time. But okay. you can call me either one. I'll respond. I'm going to stick with, I, I, I call you Will, but I wanted, I didn't know on the podcast how you wanted to be referred. So we'll stick with Will. Say Will and then just put William on and the, I will. the title yo, of the podcast. Yo. And today we are talking about being market ready day one. And that's a John L. Scott program, um, market ready one day, market, being market ready day one um, when selling your home. Um, and a couple of the programs that we have affiliated with that, uh, the Market Ready Plus program and just our listing launch uh, program. The reason why I wanted to have you on to talk about these programs is you write another brokerage for uh, for a year, um, nominated Realtor Rookie of the Year, so congratulations on that. And you joined us earlier this year, and we were having co- we've been having conversations about these programs and the differences you've noticed on how it's help you helping having you help sellers. And I thought you know if somebody's watching or listening to this, if you're considering selling your house um, in the future whether you're using one of us or you're using Will or you're using somebody else, they're, they're good programs to know about, good good things to understand. If you're a realtor, um, also just the general philosophy is is something to consider. So let's get into it. Um, starting with Market Ready Plus, yep. our 0%, that's essentially a 0% credit line that we offer um, home sellers when they're getting ready to sell their house so they can get the home market ready, and then, um, you know, new roof, new paint, new carpet, whatever it is. And then they don't have to pay for the work until closing. Now, most people would think of that program, a program like that and think it sounds gimmicky and, um, or it would be the same as trying to qualify for a home equity line of credit. Uh, share with everybody um, this, this story about what you're doing right now. Yeah. And I mean, I totally identify with the, the instinct to think maybe it's a gimmicky thing. Yeah. Right? Market Ready Plus, I think when I first heard about it was that, same thing. It's like, yeah, but it's probably kind of a too good to be true type, yeah. of, type of a program until I've met a client I'm actually currently working with right now on selling their home. Um, and when I went to meet with them, it's like, we, I need a new roof on my house. I've owned the house outright for years. Um, I'm on Social Security. I don't have any active income and I haven't had a credit card. And as long as I can remember, I have no credit. I've tried to get a loan to get my roof replaced and I can't get a loan. I have a roofer I'd love to work with. Um, so I said, let me let me look into this Market Ready Plus program we have in our office and see. And it was it was such an amazingly simple process for him to apply. And really just based off of the equity of his house, um, where he couldn't get a loan elsewhere, couldn't get a HELOC, he got approved for way more money than we needed to to do roof repair and then miscellaneous repairs in his house. He got approved, approved for somewhere around $330,000 because of the amount of equity he had in his house. You know, we only needed... 30 grand or so for the work that we needed, but it was really awesome to have that program um, to help him out and get more value out of his house and take away some of that extra negotiating power that buyers might have in this constantly changing market that we're in right now. Yeah. And that, that there's two things I want to touch on there. One is part of being market ready day one is there's a couple concepts that we always talk about when you list a home or when somebody's selling their home. One of them is presentation and one of them is promotion mm-hmm. and one of them's and the third one that's actually three p's is pricing but just taking pricing out of it well i guess pricing is directly related to this but Absolutely. starting with presentation it's like when you're preparing to sell your house 
obviously everybody understands the better the condition, the more money you're going to get. But there's really a return on going from the biggest return is going from like below average condition to financeable good condition. And then obviously it goes, you know, the return might change depending on whether you remodel a bathroom or a kitchen, but you take a house like this, the guy is the client. I shouldn't say the guy. I yeah. happen to know it's a guy, <laughs> but he's, you know, house rich, but maybe, um, you know, liquidity, maybe not a lot of liquidity. Yep. And, um, he, you mentioned the roof and some other work. So let's say if you would have had just walked in and said, okay, let's list this house as is, what would be your approximate price versus what you guys did and then what you think it would sell for? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the amount of work that we did is, you know, probably in the $30,000 range, it probably would have been a fifty to $75,000 price difference because something like a roof replacement is just, it's so much work for a buyer to take on somebody who is, taking out a loan for the biggest purchase of their life. And then, oh, we also have to somehow find funds to replace a roof at the same time. So taking that off the plate, um, you know, at bare minimum, we get 100% return, but I'm projecting it to be significantly more than that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about when you do that work, it's literally, if you're 50 to 75, so essentially twice, yeah. it's basically like a 200% return, essentially. So it makes all the sense in the world. Um, and also what's I didn't even realize about that program is that you could have somebody just on social security and that, and I don't know why we were, we were all holding our breath on that yeah. one. Like, yeah. is he going to get approved for $30,000 and then to have him be approved for so much more because it didn't really matter the income. It's the fact that we knew his house was going to sell. We know what the market value of the house is and we know how much equity he has in the house. So yeah. it's, it's a no brainer to be able to have that repaid. And the other thing that just a side note is that he was also able to work with his own people too. Yeah. So it wasn't getting contracted out to people we didn't know, didn't work with. Um, it was a you know a two step process where the contractor just needed to upload you know a, 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 a insurance and a W four, and they were approved and ready to go to work and submit their bid on the on the on the house to do the work. So he was able to use his own roofer, his own handyman to get the work done. Sweet. So okay. So. Now the work's getting done. Mm -hmm. Now we talk about our listing launch. Let's talk about our listing launch. So one of the programs that John L. Scott has is Market Ready Day One and our listing launch, which essentially is that presentation part, getting the house completely ready um, to be presented the right way. Um, and then obviously having quality pictures, professional pictures, video, Matterport, things like that. And having all of that ready to go so that day one on the market, all the promotions ready to go, the presentations dialed in, everything is 100% launching all at the same time for that opening weekend. Um, we call that our listing launch. Um, we have a language behind that. We have a checklist of things we go through. Explain, you know, when you were working, and this isn't really about our firm versus another firm. This is more about like as a realtor or as a home seller, understanding this process and how important it is. So explain kind of like with our process, how, like how that changed even you that was already doing real estate, how it changed your thought process on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obvious that the first weekend on market for any realtor to know how important that first weekend on market, but there was a certain, there's a certain philosophical and strategic approach that just really helped me realize some areas where I could push it up one more level for my 
my listings. And some of it was just as simple as like understanding the idea of what a backlog of buyers is, right? Where there's at any given time, there's a whole bunch of buyers in any market, whether it's a buyer's market or a seller's market, that there might be a hundred buyers just sitting. And every week there might only be five to 10 new buyers entering the market. So as soon as you hit the market, you're instantly being exposed to a hundred plus people who have been waiting for the right house to pop up. But as weeks go by, you're only going to be exposed to five or 10 new buyers. So that's just how important that first weekend on market is to be, to have the repairs made that needs to be made, to have the pictures, to stage it properly, to have your marketing remarks dialed in, to create a sense of demand and urgency with open houses, to activate that backlog of buyers, to take action, to do something about it and not hope that you get it under mar- uh, under contract you know, three or four weeks in. You want to create that sense of urgency and demand to really bring people in and, and get that listing under contract. And since I've, since I've come to John L. Scott, every single one of my listings has been under contract within that first week because I've really adapted all these ideas and philosophical approaches to, to the way of getting the listing ready and on the market. That's awesome. And um, a couple of statistics that uh, people should consider is right now, 40% of homes, this is just today is, what's the date today? October 31st. Or to, October 31st. And this can change seasonally and different types of year, different types of year. You can have different weeks, you have different, but right now we have 25% of homes selling in the first week. Or when a new listing comes on, 25% of them sell in the first week and about 40 to 45% are selling in the first 30 days. So if you think about those statistics, it's like 25% will sell that first week. Then it drops to like 10% or like maybe 8%. The next week it goes to maybe 4%. And then week four, maybe 3%. And then from there, you're talking 2% after 30 days, unless you do a price change or a significant shift in how you know, you're doing marketing, but probably a price change potentially. So... Um, that's, and, and w- the reason why it's only 40%, the rest of them that sell, some of them will slowly sell, but a lot of them it's because then they readjust the price. So it's like you're by far your best opportunity to get, um, a strong offer is that first week. And then of course we all know that that's when 95% of the multiple offer situations occur is in that opening weekend. And certainly that's when John L. Scott has another term. I'm sure you've heard Lennox talked about it before, um, is Lennox Scott, our CEO, is um, getting premium pricing versus market price, which I love that term too, because it's like, what's market price? Market price is about what you'd expect the house to get based on what the neighbors are getting and stuff like that. Premium pricing is when the house is dialed, you do all that um, extra work to dial it in, you do all that extra promotion, and then two or three people or four people, five people all all agree that they want to write an offer at the same time. Don't agree, but they just do. And that creates those escalation clauses and then the, then the over-asking price offers, yeah. which you've had several Multiple times. times, yes. Yeah. And I mean, that can even happen even if even if you can only do so much to get the house dialed in, if you still follow the steps of our listing launch program to create that sense of urgency by you know advertising it in open houses and everything, you can still find yourself in that spot as as I've had with a couple of my estate listings, for example, where they just they they can only get so far and how much you can dial the property in. Well, we can still follow the rest of the steps and possibly expect the same results to come from it. Yeah. I mean, I I think that and this is the reason why this is an important conversation also, and it's not just this 
cliche or not cliche, I don't know what the right term would be, but just this kind of thing that we're putting a fancy term on that everybody's doing the same thing is I am surprised how many realtors I'll see where you'll see them list a house and the for sale sign isn't up till two or three days later, or they'll take some pictures, but then they're still finishing up some things. So then they'll be like, let's just get it on the market. And then a few days later, we'll redo the pictures, we'll update things. So the, re- the reason this is a big deal is because there is a lot of listings that come on that do half-ass their approach well, to the Well, and process. once you go on the market that first time, if you only got a couple of exterior pictures because you're waiting for the house to be cleaned on the inside or something to be fixed, that backlog of buyers has already seen the house. They've, right. They've looked at it, they've passed on, and it's you, yeah. you're now waiting more weeks because you're only going to have 5, 10, 15 new people every week looking at the house. The people who saw it last week and saw the first two pictures and weren't impressed, they're never coming back to it. Right, right. Unless you do a substantial price reduction. Unless maybe. you do a substantial yeah, price reduction. Yeah, then they'll be like, wait, what was that house? Yeah. Which I would just, you know, if a house, if one of my listings, if we're not quite dialed in already, I'm going to recommend we wait another week. I think there's the correct day of week to launch on with the correct marketing and the correct number of open houses. And if we don't have all of those things fall into line timing wise, I, I would say we should just wait another week before we go on market rather than just get it on market. Absolutely. Absolutely. It also makes me think about how buyers, um, you know, even though it's the biggest decision of their life, right? It's so emotional and kind of wearing to to look at home after home after home and and be disappointed or whatever. And you have other things going on in your life. It is there is those people that of course go on Zillow every day and scan every listing and love looking at homes. But there's a lot of people that are doing what you said. They're they're just get just getting the new listing alerts or just getting on once a day, seeing on Zillow or Redfin or hopefully johnlscott.com, checking what's new and then maybe what's reduced and then they're back off. And yep. so it's like you have this very small window to make an impression on people and then if it's not selling and then your seller's being like, why don't you do something? What else are you going to do? It's like, well, we have to change the front picture. We have to do something else. We have to like the reason why price comes up so much is not just because we're trying to obviously make it more competitive, but if it doesn't sell that opening weekend, it's also just to find new ways to get attention because we can, you know, of course we run social media ads, we do different things, but they're not ever as effective as that first couple of weeks. And so when you, when you said there was a couple of things you tuned up, is that pretty much it? It's just kind of like everything from, it's just essentially the process of delaying if needed and just going a little bit further, would you say mostly with the presentation more than anything? I think the presentation, I think that, um, you know, there was, there's a lot of differing opinions on something like staging, for example. And I think I've never felt that staging is more important than it is right now to, again, to show the property in the best light possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all those little things. It's going through the house and looking for, little objections that we can we can fix or correct or have somebody do something about. And if we can do something about it, but we can't do it in the right time, then let's make sure we're listing it at the correct time to have the the property as dialed in as possible. Cause like like we've already said, it's we don't wanna we don't wanna miss those buyers. Yeah. And have them just go right past us. Yeah. And what I appreciate about how you work is um when you're preparing a listing not only are you utilizing the market ready plus right now and and totally all in on the mark on the listing launch yep. but 
you're doing what every good realtor should be doing, which is you're really analyzing um, the situation. And, and you know, we'll have conversations. I've had conversations with you, like be like, hey, this prop, this home has, or this vacant land property has a street over here, a street over here. How do we want to do signage? How do we want to do? How do we want to approach the marketing on this because it's zoned this way? So it, it, there's these possibilities yep. for it. And um, and again, just so important. And it can be. The, I think the last comment I'll make on all this is people don't realize, they just think, what, what do you charge? What do you charge? 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%, 6%, 7%, whatever the percentage that people are charging are. There's such a range of what a property could sell for. Mm-hmm. There's a total range of what it could sell for. And that's not a 1% difference. It's a dramatic difference. And it's sometimes it's not even just the steps that we take as far as doing it all right with presentation promotion, but it's also analyzing and understanding where the buyer is going to come from and how to who to market it to. Yeah, sometimes I have to stop myself or have to come <laughs> to you and say, "Am I, you know, am I digging a little too deep and making sure I get every little piece of these listing details?" Yes, like, you are so analytical. Is this the style code that I should be using? Whether it's a split level or a split level with the basement, um, but to me, every piece of that detail is important because I don't, I don't ever want uh, a buyer to be disappointed because the information was misrepresented. But I also want to get as much of the information out there available so that we can catch all the people who might be looking for a split level with the basement or might be looking with an attached or detached ADU or what the zoning is on that vacant land um, so they can have that right up front so that we can get it under contract and not have somebody you know, get further into the process and then be disappointed or it's not what they thought it was going to be. So they, they back out and then what does that do to our, our listing? It, it brings the value down. Yeah. So get it right, right away. Yeah. So I love the way that you're analyzing it. I love the way you're doing it. And um, thank you for your testimony of the programs that we're offering and uh, your good work, my friend. If you want to talk to somebody about those programs and selling your house, Will's your guy or William, either way, he'll, he'll, he'll respond to either one. And <laughs> I'll respond to both of those and probably a few others. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so thanks for coming on. Thank you for That's listening cool. or watching. Um, if you're on iTunes, please get a five-star review would mean the world to us. Or if you're on uh, on YouTube, if you could uh, subscribe to John L. Scott Bellingham, we'd appreciate it. And thanks, guys. Cheers. Mm-hmm.